It looks like someone went crazy with a glue gun in there. Unending showers of meat. Broadcasting from the Penny Arcade Expo in Seattle, Washington. Ask for Christian charity, please, sir. I'm a cripple. I have the mung. I've got leprosy. Pax Prime 2011. Some so. douche came up to me, fake coughed on me, which is real coughing if you didn't know, <laughs> and told me I was infected. I almost got kicked out of the con because I wanted to throw him down an escalator. Pax coverage by geeks just like you. It's going to have goop on it of some kind. Somebody at some point has sneezed or wiped their nose or coughed into their hand or scratched their balls and then touched that controller. Welcome to the Geekerific.com PaxCasts. Spilling beer on the podcast equipment would be a bad, bad thing. It Funny, would, but it bad. would mean the end Ultimix of the mix. Eight, no, <laughs> no. Watch out, Luke! You're about to knock over your. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're and then what? parts two and three are just. <laughs> <laughs> Hour and a half, and now another Jism <laughs> track remix. <laughs> oh. welcome everybody to day one of the Geekerific.com PAX Cast. Uh, we are we are at the Penny Arcade Expo in Seattle, Washington, for day one Friday. Uh, we are recording from the Sheraton lobby bar across the street from the convention center. I am joined by a, a mishmash of people from different podcasts. We've got Micatron from the After the Fact podcast. Uh, hello. We've got Matthew Coyne, also from the After the Fact podcast. What up? And we've got Andy Pidell from Trade Secrets, and, and he was supposed to be a fill-in for the After the Fact podcast and is now probably one of our most regular uh, podcast members. I've so. been drinking since oh, eight hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best plan that I could have done for this show. Pounding Jaeger on the streets of Seattle. We'll get to that later. And if there's anybody listening to this show that does not know what PAX is, uh, it is... The largest consumer gaming convention in the country at this point. In um, the world. In the world, really? I oh, yeah, so. I guess it's... Oh, I guess, absolutely. So, yeah, the largest consumer gaming convention in the world. Uh, it's it's It was bigger than last year's E3, so... And it the rest of the conventions are generally industry-based. So... Um, well, there's also PAX Dev now. PAX Dev, which is basically PAX's version of GDC, right? Yeah. And PAX East, actually, the PAX East 2011 actually broke... PAX Prime 2010's attendance record. Whoa. So yep. PAX Prime 2010 was like 68,000 something, and PAX East 2011 was 69,000 and change. Where was um, PAX so East? It's in Boston. Oh, okay. And that's amazing because that's in three years, I think it is. Is it three years? What? Is it PAX, PAX East? East is only one that's, year. Yeah, that's the first one. No, it wasn't. Yes. That's the first one. Absolutely. 2011, 2010 was the first one. So yeah, it would have been two. There, 2011 hasn't happened yet. Yes, it has. Yeah, uh, it, has PAX. it happens in March. I looked at this. There's only been one PAX East. Yeah. Well, if only there was this tool that we could I was look like, up. ladies, to the internet. Because uh, <laughs> I was like, man, I really want to travel to PAX East. And I was okay, like, I, how many have there been? Just one. one. I could have sworn there had been two, two at least. Yeah. I, I could have sworn that there was one in 2010, and then 2011 was the second one. 
Um, anyway, whatever. We'll figure it out, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. <laughs> because yep. uh, as as last year, last year I'm sure everyone that's listening is aware we did this for after the, the after the fact podcast. But this time we're gonna in, insert these podcasts into the feeds for both after the fact and trade secrets, and people will be able to get them on their own if they want. Because we're just kind of mixing shit and bullshitting about the con. So um, general geekery, nerdery, and chuckle fuckery, chuckle fuckery. Yes, chuckle fuckery. <laughs> they have a T-shirt actually at the PAX merch booth that is basically a, a slightly longer and less funny version of internet plus anonymity equals chuckle fuckery, which I really want to get on fucking uh, Cafe Press and make that. I, there, there are a few t-shirts that I have that I want ideas in my head to do for, for Geekerific. One of which is just one that says internet plus anonymity equals chuckle fuckery. And another one is um, one that has some sort of like com like comic e rendition of a rubber fist and i want to have like four color ones and one silhouette and then a bottle of Two like astro glide or something <laughs> i would say put, put a bottle that, that says astro geek on it or something and have this a cross that's it. crossed out <laughs> and just says it's like four out of five rubber fists with a no lube modifier right and i want that on a t-shirt so badly um and it's so weird because they have a T-shirt in the in the merch booth that's uh, it's got a rhombus on it, and it says a rhombus is a rectangle that a bitch would draw. And I don't know why that's funny, but it's fucking hilarious, right? It is like hilarious. it's it's awesome. So anyway, uh, it is Friday evening after the show floor has closed. We are drinking and bullshitting about the con. I think all of us are here for very different reasons. So, why don't we just like talk about why we're here and like Matt, this is your first PAX ever, I am right? a PAX virgin, yes. And you actually only got to be in the hall for maybe an hour and a half like an today hour and a half, because yeah. and tomorrow you're going to be here all day. All day. Yeah. Which is which is good cuz tomorrow is like the busiest, nastiest, craziest day yes. of the con. So, yes. but in the in the small little snippet of the con that you got today mm-hmm. what did you think like i liked it i mean i didn't go to the the main hall i just kind of rolled up with everybody when we went to uh one of the the little indie uh spot we went to the hall that had the pax 10 in it which i know right. you're probably not familiar with but the pax 10 are basically hand se- 10 hand selected indie games that right. um that they put in one place so and the indie games were were, were pretty good looking i mean there was a i will talk in depth about the indie games yeah i was gonna say <laughs> we will all talk in depth about the indie games. everybody delicious. but me will talk in depth about the indie games um, <laughs> uh, no i i liked it so i was really surprised about how um monstrously huge this thing is and that's just a i mean that's just initial first impression um, was just how absolutely huge this is, and the fact that there are three floors of anything on Earth dedicated to tabletop games yeah. makes me a happy motherfucker. I was surprised at how much they've expanded this year. Like they're, they're finding any single tiny room, yeah. that they can find, like a broom closet. They're like, okay, guys, <laughs> this is the Ascension broom closet, dude. Seriously, in, in there about are uh, places in, that I never knew existed in packs, yeah. that are completely filled with stuff. Yeah, dude, the Ascension a, room. Is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Where is it? Don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. There are. It, it is crazy because last year there a lot of the rooms that were that are now called the tabletop rooms were. Excuse me. They free were, play. what free play? They were free play rooms last year. They were just tables, and you go in and you play games. Now they're actual like rooms with exhibits um, and and companies in them. Yeah, it's like every fucking corner of this exhibit hall is filled 
with something. Uh, I'm surprised because PAX is just going to continue to get bigger, and then where no, are they hit, going to go? Peak. Because they're running out of space to put stuff. Yeah, well, exactly. Seattle, here's what I, here's there's got to be more space. That they, I mean, literally, it's going to be like I'm looking. Actually, um, before I, I come to the convention tomorrow, I'm going up and looking at a, at a place up on Capitol Hill that I'm looking and moving into. I guarantee you, in five years, they'll be knocking on my door. Just yeah, we know that you're a patron of PAX. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they want to do a new card game. You mind if we put it in your living room? Like fuck, dude, go right do ahead. Man. If, do you mind if we have the the Ascension bathroom in your apartment, please? No, I. Actually, that part I do mind. There's a place I'm looking at has a backyard, and I don't want to deal with the connotations of what people are going to get creative with back there. So uh, that part, fuck off. But yes, put the magic room in, in my living room. That's fine. Excellent. I, I, what I'm worried about, so... so <laughs> the latest Crimson Skies game can chill it up on Capitol Hill 20 blocks away from here. The, the thing that they're doing this year that they haven't... That they've a little bit done in previous years, but it's much more like Gen Con, where they they're starting to spread out into the surrounding hotels more. So rather than just having theaters where they're doing panels in the hotels, they're actually starting to have like um, exhibit rooms and playrooms and things that are um, you know that are that are a little more involved in the in the hotels around this area, which which is cool. What I'm what I'm worried about, and I hope never happens, is I'm worried about them like growing out, of, at least in their perception, growing out of the city, which is what happened Ooh. to Gen Con. Right, Gen Con grew out of Milwaukee, um, where they could not fit in the city anymore. Like too much shit, like too many people, and then they so they moved it to Indianapolis. And I'm, I'm I don't want that to happen here. I don't think it will. I don't want them to move it to like fucking L.A. or some bullshit. Oh, it would God, either, the like, only other place bigger is either New York or L.A. Right? Yeah, Vegas. Vegas could probably handle it. No, uh, Vegas is bigger. Vegas yes, would be a place that they would that gamers and the people who go to PAX would not agree to. That's yes. absolutely simply true, because actually. of yes. the booth, babe. Uh, restriction? Do you know, uh, Matt? Matthew? Do you know what how the booth babes are run in? Uh, you know, I packs? don't actually. You may have noticed it, but there are no booth babes. Oh, generally there are not. There are. There is a refreshing. Okay, now granted, this is not also to somebody who that there are in some other. Convention. Now granted, yes. this is also somebody who's been to who's been to E three. Yeah, there are which a is really well known for its e- ba- There babes. is a refreshing lack of gamer uh, of game vapid, and by that I mean <laughs> the. The bitches don't know games. Of game vapid poon at this convention that I am finding so refreshing. Game so vapid poon might be one of the best poon. phrases I have ever heard. There are no <laughs> vapid game poon. There, get it right. Well, there ain't no, 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 no game, game vapid. In that poon. In, it, 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 she could be a rocket scientist, right? She could she could work for NASA. She could have everything else that you want. But the second that you start talking about games, and she's kind of like, yeah, I hate games. I'm out. Yeah. Well. That's the thing about PAX. They have to know about what they're selling. Yes. Uh, and, and PAX attendees voted on this. Yeah. Really? Yes. Okay. And so, I'm, I'm so totally they're like, you want that to some do degree. you care about you know, you know, a you know, vacant skull with titties? Or would you rather have someone <laughs> <laughs> who titties. knows about the games? <laughs> and, and I have to say. Maybe 25% are like, titties! I yeah, have to say one 25%. of the. I'm not that. One of the companies that comes to PAX that did this right over the last several years is Cryptozoic, where they get some really fucking attractive women to demo the WoW TCG and are able to carry on a real conversation about the WoW TCG. And not just... 
I mean, it might just be exceptionally good training, but that exceptionally good training is good enough to fake a lot of people out if, if that's what it is. But otherwise, it's like attractive women who you can sit down and you could legitimately have a maybe not a top tier, but probably a mid tier strategy discussion about the WoW TCG with one of the people, one of these hot girls that's yeah. demoing the game to you. I know the frag dolls do that as a service. Uh, I know wizards may have me. I, I believe they had some frag dolls crushing people at Magic last really? packs. Yeah. Okay. So like, uh, who got kicked out of packs this year? The Nos booth. The Nos girls booth from the Nos booth. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Do tell me about Twice. this. Actually, uh, my Christina was telling me about this that girls got <laughs> kicked out of the packs. They got one group of girls got kicked out because okay. they were too scantily clad. Yep, what? and yeah, which is a rule. They don't want. They don't want. They want to be able to have. The idea is, despite the rampant video game violence that you see in in around here, sure. they want no nipples. They want girls. They want kids to be able to walk through without their parents having to avert their eyes from shit. Oh, um, which doesn't bother me to some degree, and because the Nos girls that were left were still extraordinarily hot and still fully clothed and still really hot and i'm okay with that yeah that's but fine it's just there's a okay there's a part of me that okay I mean, maybe this is the euro trash side of me but america heads no. up we we've got the whole thing about not freaking out about violence down i mean that's that's perfectly fine right but we freak out about but we freak out about much. sex I don't we freak out about sex if this was if this con was held in 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 scotland even I could wear a Booth Babe's pussy as a tiara. <laughs> and it wouldn't freak anyone out. Well, okay, it might freak maybe, her out if I, I just kind of surprised her with it. Oh, God. I'm not sure Excuse whether... Me, miss, wearing... I'd like to wear you as a hat. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure you stretching a pussy around your head qualifies as sex or violence. Well, well, I don't know which the, that... Okay, let's not get into sure this video game opportunity here. Right. Let, let's, let's not get I into remember, designing level what, one of no I, permission physics, please. <laughs> I remember when this used to be a classy podcast. You do? Was I that, don't. Was that before it started? <laughs> I cannot eat. <laughs> I'd never heard of After the Fact. No one had heard of After the Fact. It didn't exist yet. It's Those the classiest were, podcast on the internet. Those were good times. <laughs> clean and wholesome. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by the fact that they actually had the wherewithal to, to boot them the fuck out of the con for not following their rules. I think that's cool. That is absolutely. So I they fire were, guns. So yeah. they were just scantily clad and just I don't know the full details, but as I understand it, they were dressed they were dressed the way they were dressed was not in accordance with the rules that Pax had set out for um for the way their booth babes needed to be dressed. Oh, so okay. which is which is cool. So you know, they, they set up the rules and they stuck by their guns and I'm I respect that. No, that's I awesome. really respect that. So But Oh dear. Oh, Andy just got what food. What has happened? That looks delicious. Well, I'll Andy, right we back. will uh, see you at the end of the show. Yeah, we're we'll ah. going to catch up at the end a little bit. We'll watch Andy masticate slowly I on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, Chew for me, baby. I apologize hey. if I... <laughs> <laughs> I apologize if I if I steered this away, but you you Shoot. were going somewhere with this. Oh, uh, where yeah, was like, I going? Uh, we <laughs> were talking about packs. We were talking about <laughs> packs. And talking about packs. We, we were talking. Actually, we started talking about the room with the packs ten and the the indie stuff. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That is the area which I'd seen the least. The background has gotten suddenly loud. Uh-oh. That's fine. The nerd hyenas are riled. <laughs> <laughs> There's no blood in the water. There were there were several games in the indie room that I thought were fucking awesome. I know you guys pointed out to me uh, Snapshot. Snapshot. Oh, Snapshot. God, that was so good. Snapshot. I bought a shirt. It was the it was the it was a two D platformer where mm. you can like take a picture of a section of the level and then like transfer that picture to a different section of the level so that it makes a new platform for you to, oh, to wow. run. Oh, oh like let's say someone's shooting a bullet from the right to the left, right? And you manage to catch that bullet in your photo. In your photo. You then move the photo to another location and start it back up, and the bullet continues with its trajectory starting from the new. Oh, location. that's fucking yeah. brilliant! Yeah. It looks really cool, and that's. Uh, that was one of the good ones. I, there was another one in there that I've I've looked at in the past, and they got picked up by XBLA as a Microsoft exclusive called Skulls of the Shogun. Yeah, that is, if if anybody's ever played like um, Advance Wars or Fire Emblem and like turn based strategy games, it is a it's a turn based strategy game, but instead of being grid based, it is just um, it's kind of an open environment, and when you select a character, you're given a circle that is their movement range, and then another circle that is their um, their attack range basically, oh, nice. and you can move All anywhere. Off. Phantom Brave, sort yeah. of, yeah. You can and you can move anywhere within that circle, and then you you do your attack. And it, and it's aside from that, it's just a turn based like strategy game. And it's but it's really well designed. Um, it's an X, it's going to be an XBLA game. Um, it's it's look it looks gorgeous. The the art style is really really cool because the premise is that you are a shogun who has been. Uh, disgraced, like unintentionally disgraced, and um, you recruit the skeletons of other um, warriors. warriors who are waiting to get into heaven. Okay. Um, to and you take them back to Earth in order to redeem yourself. Huh. Um, and it, it's just it's a really good game, and and that indie room has that's that's like one of the best things about packs. To be entirely that's, honest, that's really it's the like, main reason that I go anymore. Does the is the, the indie room? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, does the booklet have the top ten indie picks of the year? I know last year's did. The PAX ten. Yeah. Yeah. It always has them. Absolutely. I mean, the, pa- yeah, the PAX tens include. I don't know if the the booklet like lists what they are. It does. But they're yeah. They're all. The PAX ten's a big deal here. Like that's um, because isn't there like don't they vote on them and isn't there like an award for yeah if yeah you, basically uh, the past two years have ended up with Portal and Portal two being the the end result Port- of those. Portal makes sense. Portal Two, the the gel mechanic actually was what was used. With, okay, uh, that makes sense. It was called Splat or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. A mod of Portal Two is no, what no, you're talking it, about. It was like, its own game, and then they took that mechanic right. into Portal. Okay, that makes sense. Like Portal, Portal One totally makes sense as an indie like selection. Uh, Portal Two by by the time Portal Two came out. Well, I mean, it wasn't Portal Two when it was released it, as an indie right. game. It was no, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I I saw a few other games that I'm tr- I'm trying to remember what the other games in the indie room because, uh, like Nos, I <laughs> Nos was there. I, I heard that's a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tastes good too. I they said it tastes good. I I think it tastes like balls. <laughs> I B-A-W-L-S, balls. No, like <laughs> scrotum, scrotum. 
theoretical knowledge, of course, since I've actually not tasted a liquid scrotum. with the now, texture of hair. If I could taste my own scrotum, then I probably wouldn't be here. I'd be elsewhere doing you other things. You could use a portal for that. I've seen the t-shirt. <laughs> He'd be playing <laughs> Gobble Nut on the Wii. <laughs> Have, oh you guys see, have you guys seen that T-shirt? <laughs> yes. No. It, it, it seems it's, explicit. It's, it's just a picture. Yeah, it really is. It's a picture of, of two portals, like one at the bottom, one at the top, and a guy sticking his cock through and giving himself a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't That's be here. probably uh, what I'd be using it for, so I'm not really going to complain. Vom. And the awkward <laughs> moment comes. Uh Super sexy. I went uh, through the main. I went through the main hall a little bit today. I, Sunday is usually my day to go play games and really hit the main hall because Saturday, Saturday is fucking nuts. Like nuts. Um, it's always like super crowded and there's so many people in there. But the main hall, it's really strange because it the aisles are very wide and there's a lot of space and yet you're still packed in like fucking sardines with stinky gamers. And that is, uh, today was a day for, I don't know what the fuck it was, but every son of a bitch that I was walking behind in that con ripped just the nastiest fucking fart. What was up with that? That happened to me three times. Right? It Uh, happened like four times. I was the guy. (laughs) 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 I'm riding up the escalators, and I look over, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, it was amazing. I I'm serious. I don't I don't know more You're standing behind Andy and he's just like freedom. <laughs> it, it wasn't even like a fart noise. It was like my ass was continuously open. It was like <laughs> uh, you should have said it really slow. I'm farting. Right. <laughs> yeah. so you can't smile as big as I was though when it was going on. Uh, oh some, yeah, I was at the Guild Wars Two booth and someone beefed so hard, like it was like an area, like an area of effect that everyone just avoided. Like, like just oh my god, down. I'm taking area of effect damage like crazy. Have you ever, <laughs> and I've seen that. I I was standing. Okay, um, there was a there was a period of time where I was standing at the uh, Capcom booth watching them play Resident Evil Raccoon City. Or is it Raccoon City? Is that what it's called? Project, Project Raccoon. Project Raccoon. Project Raccoon. Yeah. Operation. Yeah. Operation. Operation. Oh, and yeah. so I'm standing there, and Andy and Marissa had wandered off to the square booth, and my wife so was in the thinks. restroom, and we were, <laughs> we were, we were watching this, and I like walked around the corner, and someone ripped this just terrible fucking fart, and everybody, I watched this group of people just kind of go, Hoop, and like move out away from each other, like. Like fucking, you know, magnets repelling. It was just this crazy thing where. It, have you ever seen pictures of like a Dawn commercial where they have a greasy sink of water and they drip Dawn in it and this grease just kind of repels? That's what it looked like. Everybody just kind of went burp out away from what happened. It was awful. Because it was, it was like, it was like somebody dropped a stink bomb or some fucking crazy, like, just, oh, it was so terrible. Because it, it was a stink bomb, literally. It, dude, it was Andy. It, it happened multiple times today. This, and I've been to a lot of conventions. He can uh, Andy I'm can remote saying. fart. <laughs> I, have, I have planted can, robots that... <laughs> well, you know, you're, like a, you're like some crazy Doctor Who villain. What the fuck is going on? He can project farts on a different location. 
<laughs> you can travel through time. I can send my stank through time after you. There's no escaping. I can project my farts through time and space. <laughs> These are some I of the can be- project my farts through space and time. <laughs> <laughs> These are some of the best gods trained in the world. I know how to deal with them. Hang on a second. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, run. Sonic screwdriver ain't going to deal with that, bitch. <laughs> so... I have to say that, okay, as somebody who's been to, I have been to other conventions. I have been to trade conventions, and I've been to political conventions. Um, Trade conventions have their own version of this. This is something that initially I thought was unique to Geek, right? That I thought, okay, I've been to, you know, for people that are more familiar with the the convention scene writ large, I've been to NorwestCon up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I thought that this was something that occurred... Just with geeks. No. We'll start with political conventions very, very quickly. <laughs> if you've ever been to a national convention or a state convention, you have your people that are there to present who are usually well-tailored, well-groomed, nicely, and, and they don't over... You know, they, they understand, I is get grooming, and they're fine. And, and tend not have, to be tend not to eat beans and jalapenos before walking right, into a room full in, of people. No, they eat bland food. <laughs> they know to eat bland food because if they don't, they're, they're, they're going to have. Don't um, pause. Just let people order their drinks. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, somebody <laughs> no, order we, we me another one that. of these. Uh, water would be great for me. Just a regular coke, please. Water and a rum and coke, please. Uh, a hefeweizen and a water, please. Thanks. Thank you. So. <clears throat> Now that I'm done ordering, so now, so you get, but then you get to the vast majority of the people that are there as actual patrons. And by the way, this goes for both Democrats and Republicans in this country. Okay. This is not just one party or the other. There's you no have, stinky party. No, there is no stinky. No, they yeah, all have is. their it's own. It's called tea baggers. <laughs> no, they all have their own because they all come in. You see these people festooned in buttons and. Crazy shit, like you know, it's it's the one, it's the it's the folks on the left that are like, I voted for McGovern, and it's the folks on the right that were just like, I think Lee Atwater is God, <laughs> and they all have their either patchouli reek or their cow shit reek. <laughs> for some reason, it just they they have their own. The more extreme you are, the more likely you are to have a. Okay. And that's why the geek community yes. is so prone to it, right? Because every because the geek community in lo- at large is like prone to being extreme about things, including their bodily odors. Yeah, but it's I, I got to tell you though, it's again, it's versus the the patchoulis versus the farm funks. <laughs> and then there's the geek funk, which is basically gym funk. It's just a different kind. Yeah. It's like, guys, we're not any worse or better than anybody else. Because you'll be sitting there on the floor of the convention, literally sitting there on the floor of the 2008 Democratic National Convention, and somebody in Ohio lays a fart that <laughs> blows three people from other states away from voting for someone because they're like, I want to vote for, oh my God! <laughs> and suddenly Hillary Clinton doesn't get the nomination. <laughs> Because some guy supporting Howard Dean fucking blows a little squeep that sends everybody scurrying all across the industrial Midwest. It's horrifying. It's a convention. It's a swath of humanity packed into tight quarters that we were never evolved or, for that matter, created or whatever to actually be in. There will be butt funk. There will be pit funk. There will be people funk. 
fucking deal. Will there be P-Funk? There will be <laughs> P-Funk. I like that um, guy. Oh, God. <laughs> so if anybody if anybody thinks to themselves, I don't want to go see gaming conventions or anything like that because they're sweaty, nasty, awfully terrible affairs. No. You know what? No, you know what? Everyone is like, and trade ones are worse because they their funk is not body funk. It's the shit that they spray on, axe on, <laughs> fucking. You have some guy who's sitting there bathing in Drakkar and axe. Like literally, <laughs> if I put more smelly chemical on my I skin, I will be a wash in poo. All of Soviet Russia. That's <laughs> why you don't buy my toys. It's a <laughs> uh, see, that's I the make thing. doll. He called Can. <laughs> Can and Barbara. <laughs> they are great. Little girls love them. <laughs> I, I got to say, the one thing that I will give PAX over, like, you know, as everyone knows, I went to Gen Con earlier this year, and the one thing that I will yeah. give PAX over Gen Con is infinitely cleaner bathrooms. Like, oh, infinitely really? cleaner. You weren't in a bathroom yes. after I was oh in Oh, my God. Dude, I, okay. <laughs> Last year. You are not scoring I, points for your okay, own popularity, so sir. Midway yeah. through Saturday, I went to the bathroom. <laughs> Last year, there was, like, pubic hair everywhere. No. How oh does my. this Sorry happen? About that. I, I walked. To <laughs> how does this happen? How does this happen? How does this, this is, happen among gamers? What do you do? What do you do? Like take your pants off and just like stress it out it's and like the, no, it's like like a flower girl at a wedding. <laughs> like, what is? It's the what stress is going of being. On? It's the stress of being around cosplayers and booth babes. Right? You lose shred. You shred. lose pubic hair. Started Monday <laughs> after the con. What I do is I pluck a few every day, and I save it up in a, in a bag and. Then, I go and then you I, sell it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go and uh, I, I visit the ah, different bathrooms, and I'm like, tra la 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 la. Oh, booze. Jeez. I thank you. I um. We <laughs> talk all we want. Fuck that. Water. The the thing the thing uh, and here here's where I, I will say I walked into a bathroom <clears throat> and it's one of the main bathrooms it's one of the larger ones and yeah there was the typical you know the water all over everything like as sure. Dane, as Dane Cook put it in one of his routines it looked like a, a shaggy dog got wet and walked in there and shook himself off right there's water on everything and that's that's typical in a public restroom but when I was at Gen Con. And I shit you not, I saw the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in a public restroom in my life. And that was walking in a bathroom <laughs> stall and seeing a pile of paper towels at least six inches high on the floor of the bathroom. Somebody had piled them on the bathroom and then proceeded to piss on them. Okay? That is not human behavior. I'm sure the, oh, yeah, the fucking is. apes in Planet of the Apes would look at you and go, What the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm sorry, we don't allow that here. Throwing your shit at your enemies is more civilized than pissing on a pile of paper towels in a bathroom. It's fucking disgusting. Okay? Like, there's there there's just lines that you don't cross. There's 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 a toilet right there. And I'm and it, this was in a stall. This is like next to the porcelain receptacle that was invented specifically to receive your urine. This is like a religious thing with maybe, you, man. Maybe, oh, maybe, maybe, Luke, it was an effigy. It's some <laughs> religious celebration, okay? So you can't take that away from someone. You're somebody was right. Somebody was just like, I can recreate Candy Mountain or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> well, I guess if you're at Gen Con. This means something to someone. What was that like? If somebody had set a little, like, like, unicorn on top of it, then I would have been fine. <laughs> but... 
But they just did it because what happens they... is that so the, the, you, like you're not taking this dark enough. Someone did put a little unicorn <laughs> on top. Someone stole it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so back so back to Pax anyway. Oh god, please. Yes. Like oh. uh, speaking of a giant mountain of urine. <laughs> <laughs> this means something. Pax. I mean, I'll I'll say the same thing right now that I since this is day 1 of the show, I'll say the same thing I said last year. I love this show. I love PAX. PAX is probably it is taken the top spot as my favorite convention. Like, and I I haven't been to a lot, but I've been to a lot of local stuff. I've been to Gen Con, I've been to Norwest Con. You know, I've been to a lot of comic conventions. PAX takes the cake as my favorite convention of the year, partially because it's local. I won't I won't lie, right? I'm a little biased because it's in my backyard. It's kind of nice. You don't have to fly um, out to it. I don't Christmas have to fly out to it. for nerds. But God. It's getting to the point, especially this year, where there's so much card games and tabletop stuff that it's like, I, you know, this year I was surprised at how much crossover with the stuff that I saw at Gen Con there was. Last year there was a, a much smaller cross-section of RPGs and TCGs and, and other tabletop games. And this year it's huge. Like, and I just... I'm oh I'm sorry I'm distracted by the fact that three robins, robins. just walked into the room. One of them four, hot. Four, four, robins. four robins, hot Asian robin, strange Asian robin, short robin, and white Dick robin. Grayson. Totally, Dick, yeah. Grayson. <laughs> Dick Grayson, and white robin, Dick Grayson. starring as white robin. This is why Pax is awesome. Yeah, right. It is. It's really cool. Robins, robins, robins. Uh, a clan of robins, a literally a, a red team go of robins. Yes. I have seen multiple of Team Rockets today. <laughs> I've seen uh, the elf character, the elf warrior character from Dragon Age 2 in perfect cosplay. Ooh. Yeah, uh, he, yeah that was awesome. Uh, I got to pass in front of the line and give everybody the middle finger, which was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is actually the third year of PAX that I have not had to pay. Uh, I am oh. not very good at giving blowjobs, and somehow yet I have <laughs> wow. gotten free passes to PAX. Stop being humble. You're great at it. I love the knob hobbin. <laughs> Just Speaking put, of Robin, I'm good at dick. <laughs> put all of the dicks into my mouth. <laughs> anyway. Huh. Uh, I'm three drinks in and willing to gobble a bag of dicks. <laughs> a whole bag of oily dicks. So on the subject of oily dicks, what is your Shoot. what is the thing that you saw on the floor that you liked the most so far this year? Well, I'll start with Andy because he's been the quietest so far. He's drinking. Uh, Privateer Press actually had a replica of a life size war machine, which Ooh. is about uh, ten feet tall. Nice. Oh, wow! And it is amazing. Oh, I gotta uh, they, check that they out. call it Old Blue, and I'd seen photos of yeah, it. They had never that at Gen it Con. It's really cool. And I'm just like. Holy shit, that thing's huge. Yeah. Wow. Um, I was a little bit disappointed in their booth itself because it was all just exclusive stuff. Mm-hmm. So there weren't... You didn't have the selection. And they didn't have, a, like, a normal store. Yeah. 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 They have at, stuff that's pre-selling. At, at Gen Con, they had a full store for their booth, but I think that makes sense because Gen Con is so much more tabletop focused than than PAX is at the at sure. the moment anyway. Yeah. Plus they've always had that center section which isn't very big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they've always occupied the Skybridge section of PAX. So other than that I uh, purchased uh, 
ten behemoth chickens from the behemoth store. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a madman. Uh, Luke and I were grabbing lunch earlier, and I'm like, hey, Luke, look in the bag. And I open this bag, and there's just all these behemoth chickens in the bag. Like, I'd kidnapped them. To look turn at them that, down. I got so many chickens. Okay, okay, you're going to have to help me out here. Behemoth chickens? Behemoth is the company that made Castle Crashers? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, the, what are the chickens from? Are they from Castle Crashers? That is the logo of the behemoth. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's reaching into his sack and pulling out a chicken. And you were oh, like, give me awesome. ten of them. Oh, my God, yes. Actually, I have 11 of them now. <laughs> How'd you get to the 11th one? I got one for free last year for spending $100 oh. at the Behemoth store. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm yeah. going to suck on dick. I the only I thing it- two shirts and a skateboard deck, and that was enough to... Oh, wow, yeah. The only thing I bought today was, was a Sackboy from one of the Sony booths. I bought a little keychain Sackboy. I'm, uh, I'm surprised there was not as much merchandise to purchase that I would have... As I would have liked. The, to. You know, there isn't on the main exhibit hall floor, but there I in the outlying the stuff, there seems to be a lot more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I really want the neon cat shirt. The uh, neon cat shirt. Neon cat. Okay. It's episode thirty-four, when Pat threatens us with it. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's a meme. Look it up. Okay. Neon. N Y A N. Yeah, it's on four chan. Nyan cat uh, is Nyan. what Nyan. Nyan Nyan cat. cat is what Patrick calls it. Yes, it's Nyan cat. It's Nyan cat. I also bought a uh, Doctor Fetus shirt. Excellent, <laughs> Doctor Fetus. Everybody is Doctor Fetus. It's from me, yeah, 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 Boy. Yeah, yeah. Super Meat Boy is so good. And I also yeah, bought yeah. a T-shirt from the guys who did Snapshot to fund them to localize their game. For oh other God, languages. Snapshot! I, you know, I might go do that tomorrow myself because. Yeah. Just seeing that game, I was like, "Wow, this is this is the kind of game that I would play, right?" Uh, because I've I've talked on after the fact a million times about how I want like classic style platformers with high res sprites and yeah. nice two D you know hand drawn right. graphics. Oh. And when I was sitting there watching it, I'm like, "Wow, this is this is the kind of game I would play." That's why I liked. Uh, uh, Outland so much. Why I've, I'm having so much fun with Outland because it's like a, an awesome like 2D platformer that I really really love. And the more t- the more I go into these things and I see those kinds of games. There was there's another game that I can't fucking remember the name of it, and I will try and remember it for the next show. Was uh, where you were playing like a basically a blob, right? You're just like this blob of gel. And you're so rolling around in a level and, and grabbing, yeah, grabbing random shit out of the environment yeah. and like doing a platforming stuff. And I was like, I didn't know what the purpose of the game was, but I didn't really care because it was kind of pretty and it was a platformer. So I was like, all right, I can get behind this. This is something that I, I would probably it, play. I just thought it was on PS3 and just went, ooh, it's probably not Eat a on dick. Xbox. Eat a dick. That, whatever. Yes. I have four PS3s in my house. I know. Yeah. Four? Four? Four, yeah. Where did the one other them, two come from? One of from? them's not running right now. Oh, okay. Oh. I had... I, okay, so I bought... telling me to eat I bought two of the... I bought two... <laughs> Uh, I bought a launch console, 20 gig, one of the backward compatible ones, and then right. about a year later, I bought another 20 gig backward compatible one. One of those died. I replaced it with an 80 gig backward compa- software backward compatible one. Um, my other 20 gig died, and I managed to get a super cheap um, 120 gig slim. So all of those are in my house right now. Um, one of the 20 gigs I got refurbished and is back in my house, and the um, the other 20 gig is still dead. 
but I'm going to send it back to Sony to have it refurbished because there's no, I, I want the backward compatibility. So yeah. I have four sitting in my house, and once I refurbish the 20 gig, I'm going to sell probably the 80 gig one because I actually really like the Slim a lot. It's not backward compatible, but the system itself is really fucking cool. Um, so I like my giant brick of Sony that I have sitting under my TV. Yeah, right. I, just, I also ha- I still have a I have a PS2 Slim in I my house anyway. as well. Oh, I do. Um, oh, I, I still I I there's so many games on PS2 that I absolutely love. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm so addicted to my backward compatible PS3s, exactly. right? Yeah, because I've got a backward like, compatible one. Oh yeah, yeah. Matt, I promise you, you do not have as many PS2 games as I do. I I guarantee you that I do not right. have as many. Sword I fights. have t- I have 26. <laughs> How many do you have? A hundred and some. Oh Jesus! Oh, you have a hundred. Right, you win. I have 26 PS2 games and 21 PS3 games. Lightning and that's bolt. Lightning bolt. <laughs> lightning bolt. 21 uh, lightning. 21 death. lightning. 21 lightning. Death bolt. So death. I, I got to ask you, Micatron, since, uh, since I don't the, console anything. Since you're the yeah. resident PC Fire. gamer and you're not a console gamer. Hey, hey he's not what the is only the one. Thing, no, no, I get But you have consoles. You have an Xbox. He does not. Oh, okay. He is nope. a then you are. He's nope. pretty nope. strictly the, Steam. What... What I is the floor. what is the thing that y- you've seen at least today that you think is the coolest that you like the most? So I got to come. I came right at ten. I have an exhibitor badge, so I went straight to the front, went into the <laughs> exhibitor hall, and got to go to my first pick, which was Torchlight Two. And? Uh, and I got to you know pick the brains of all of the developers and everybody. All like, did you meet a guy named JD Weicker? He was wearing uh, he was wearing a little like wicker fedora thing, and he's no, I didn't he's one of the, him, he's actually. one of the writers on the game. He's a guy that I know pretty well. I was trying desperately to get him to come on the show today, but he was not. He was leaving the sh- show early tonight. So yeah, I actually anyway. met the QA manager there. I'm totally not oh, recalling wow. his name. I mean, it's such a small. It's like thirty people, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The so I was talking about their development cycle, and I realized the last packs that they showed at, they were only three months in. Wow. Right, and I was still impressed with the game back then. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, it is very much considerably more polished than it was before. For those who listen to the After the Hack podcast, go listen to our PAX podcast, where Micatron espouses the benefits of playing Torchlight Two. Uh, benefits, yes. Uh, they said it would. So I was like, "Oh, you guys said it was going to release in July. Where is it?" And they're like, "Eh, well, that wasn't it official." And um, <laughs> so I played uh, the Engineer class, which is very steampunk, and it was fun. Uh, the game is really good. I, I asked them about their worries regarding, well, do you, what if Diablo 3 comes out before you, you you pop this baby out? And they're like, eh, they didn't really have a contingency plan for that one. They're like, I said, well, you know, I would probably still play it even if it I were. Would, I would. Uh, yeah, it's, I said it's worth it. And they're like, we hope everybody else has that it's sentiment. I think, <laughs> I think part of that will also depend on their price point, right? Because you yeah. know that Diablo 3 bucks. Gonna, yeah. You, you know that Diablo know. 3 is going to come out at thirty nine ninety nine at least. Diablo probably, 3. Probably forty nine ninety nine. Oh, yeah. let's Fifty nine. Well, that's, that's why I said at least for fuck's sake. And if they come okay, out with twenty fair. bucks, if they come out at twenty bucks, then I think that like they've got a they've got a legitimate shot. Even if Diablo three comes out first, and I they agree. know they know that that's that's their contingency I plan. I hope They're it like, doesn't well, because I will buy. Uh, you know, I'm one of the person like. I'm not a PC gamer, and I will still buy Torchlight 2, right? Because Absolutely. It looks awesome. Yeah. It, right. I was looking at it today, and it 
like like you said, it looks considerably more polished. And when I was looking at it, I was like, God, this game is so pretty. It's and very it is, pretty. And watching people play it, I'm like, it mo- it's so fluid. And everything yeah. seems so like you know, intuitive with it. You know what it and is I was with just Torchlight? Like, it, it just, it, it just, uh, I'm sorry to interject. But it, the one thing about Torchlight is... Torchlight is the uh, never apologize to me for interjecting because that's all I ever do. Correct, you know that's Correct. Like very. It's also point. also known as interrupting. <laughs> right. <laughs> I apologize for interrupting and fuck you. Um, <laughs> no. So, but it, it, Torchlight is one of those kind of games that, and, and this is it, kind of a strange barometer, but I, I've had I've had uh, women that I've dated that. <laughs> Oh my Speaking god! Speaking of pokers, so you asshole. Oh <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I would do not participate in high fives here. <laughs> Fuck yourself. What about sci fives? Yes. Do it. Sci-fi. Do it. Do it. Sci fi. Compelled. Come on. Uh, you're not sci fiving. There you go. Uh, there we go. Wreck the podcast, kid. There we go. Yeah. Sci fi. Okay. They can't see. Anyway. Um, so The viewers can always see. The viewers can always see. I forgot. You know what? You're right. Ish. Um, so, Torchlight always... <laughs> that was hot. <laughs> they just sci-fived over there. And it was dirty. Oh, my God. <laughs> Derailed. <laughs> oh. Wow. Uh, well Geek, masturbatory intermission. <laughs> no, anyway. Um, so, no, okay, so Torchlight is one of those... <laughs> Come on, do it like Happy Harry Hard on. You all saw Pump Up the Volume. Anyway. That's how a one-armed man claps. That is how one-armed... That is how the drummer for Def Leppard claps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Could we so derail this thing anymore? Any no, I don't no. really think so. Uh, Torchlight. Torchlight 2. Torchlight 2 and women. Um, so Torchlight Two was, or Torchlight One, excuse me, was the, was the game that I was uh, able to show to people that, especially girls that did not like gaming or were not into it, that looked at that and said, "Wow, this looks really, really cool. How do you play it?" And it was, it, it was one of those games that just kind of, uh, by its natural ambiance and how it was, how it was done really appealed and I was able to go oh yeah you could do this you could do this and they were always coming back going you know it would be really fun what's that if I could do this with other people yeah yeah, bing that was the same thing with Diablo which Diablo was a game that like Christina and I were not big PC gamers when Diablo came out sure um I had played Half-Life, and that was pretty much the extent of my PC gaming, with the ex- with a few minor exceptions where I sure. kind of dabbled. Oregon Trail. Number oh. munchers. Okay, well. <laughs> Excellent. If you're going to talk about Oregon Trail. XCOM. Yeah. Syndicate. Yes. Oh. I'm sorry, uh, Banker. Your fighter? cash won't save you from <laughs> typhoid, motherfucker. <laughs> no, anyway. th- but we played Di- Diablo came out, and I played through it, and then I played through it again. And then Christina and I got together, and Christina, like, was not much of a, a gamer. She'd, like, played some stuff on the N64 and sure. stuff, but, like, wasn't a PC gamer. And I showed her Diablo, and then she just, she burned through it so much faster than I did. <laughs> like, I, it took me probably a week and a half, two weeks to beat Diablo the first time. Right. It took her, like, two days. She just, like, sat down and just, like, fucking ripped through Diablo. Mm-hmm. And... 
every time we saw like we saw Torchlight and that was the exact same reaction that we had I was like Torchlight looks really cool oh it's only single player and now that Torchlight 2 is on its way we're like fuck yes we are going to buy yeah, Torchlight yeah. it's like we're going to we are going to play this fucker multiplayer and we are going to we're going to just tear it apart yeah. and, and by default they have to balance things better because of the multiplayer element. Absolutely. I asked them about that, and they're like, yep, yeah, we have to actually do it right this time because uh, some of the, the elements were not balanced correctly, the numbers were not crunched correctly, and things fell apart later in the later game. Yeah, and it did. I mean, honestly, yeah, it did. But, I mean, it wasn't balanced. They, but you they were like, well, you get a long way to do that. Yeah, you get to put... You get to level but, forty, and you're like, "Oh, everything just kills me in one hit." That's not very. I good. think they, I think they had a lot more leeway though because of the fact that they were considered an, a quote unquote indie developer, yeah, and they were smaller, and they were like, it was like five guys, well, and they were like, tiny. blah. They're still tiny, but now they have a, a certain pedigree that people are looking at them and going, "Okay, you created this other game, and it had its flaws, and now we expect you to fix them." Okay, yeah. and I think they're working on that, which is awesome because I think I think that they're fixing some of those errors and they're cognizant of them. Yep. So I watched Can the I, QA team spot a bug while they were where they were watching one of the demos. I was like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. You guys will never be free of that curse. Nope. No, no, <laughs> you never will. No, I'm sorry. You <laughs> yeah. never will. Yeah, you never free let of me, it. Let me ask you this. Okay, so um, Jesus on that Christ, note. that's the fourth pedo bear I've seen today. Just what you it, he's long gone by now, but damn it. I saw Pe- that pedal bear is fast. The first was in the Christ. mirror this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, pet- that people dressed as pedal bear got kicked out of San Diego Comic Con? They would not let it. them in the con. Sure, I believe it. Yeah. Why not? Which is which is well because of the oh, aforementioned issue of actual pedophilia, pedo bear. Yeah, no, yeah. that's totally fair, and I and I'm not saying that's I'm not saying I'm arguing against it. I'm just bringing it up because I just saw a fucking pedo bear outside. Stunning adventures of pedo bear. So Continue, what was sorry. this lady? So uh, yeah, the uh, well, lady, no, it was girls uh, like it. Yeah, it was a, a torchlight two or torchlight one. I keep saying two because I want to go play it. I oh really god, I really do. Yeah, I really it's do. Soon, it's but, soon. It looks like soon. So. But that was it. It was, it was. It was one of those. Well, there are games that that you, games that you introduce to people who aren't gamers. More appropriately, games that you introduce to significant others, or soon to hopefully be significant others, who are not gamers. And by the way, here's a one. And I'm going to throw a wrinkle on this because um, all of us sitting around the table with microphones and headsets represent the cock brigade. So we're not really pew, going pew. to. <laughs> Bum laser. Pew, pew, pew. Um, <laughs> that's how I roll. <laughs> Michael Bay presents explosions. Um, but, there's a, but there's a question of, of, of tossing this out. Is this, is this different for... At some point in time, we have to get um, some, some gamer ladies on the show to answer this question. Who, okay. Which games do you introduce your significant others to? Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. Maybe. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Fantasy. I guess it's Final Fantasy 8. I mean, outside outside of the obvious. I would never introduce a girl to a Final Fantasy game. Never. No, I wouldn't. No way in hell. No. Like, if you want to be entirely honest, the game that I introduced, uh, the game that... I got bitches so, love Tetris. Christina, Christina had played video games before. There's another Cafe <laughs> Press T-shirt, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Bitches love Tetris. <laughs> Christina had played video games before we got together, so it's not entirely it's it's not a blank slate. But 
I introduced Blank-ish. her to the Ratchet and Clank games, and she is now the probably the biggest Ratchet and Clank fan on the planet. Like okay. she, they they can do no wrong with Ratchet and Clank stuff, and I I think games like that are good. They're they're a good middle ground where they're not too simplified. Right. That you know you, they're not so simple that that people are like, oh, this is dumb. And they're not so complicated that they turn non-gamers off. Um, right now, she is horrendously addicted. I have never seen a person more addicted to zomb- uh, Plants vs. Zombies, zombies in my entire say. life. Ian plays she, a lot of it. Plants vs. Zombies. She yeah. just got... Okay, so she just got 100% trophies on the iPhone version. Oh, wow. We bought her an iPad for her birthday, and now she is working on the iPad version. <laughs> um I've never, like, she sits, I'll be sitting in a restaurant, and I'll be eating my food, and she'll be staring at her iPhone on the table, and I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, watering my plants. <laughs> I'm like, watering your, she, she's like, yeah, I'm watering my plants, because I've got this little dude that runs through my garden and picks up coins, and I get a fucking trophy if I, if I you know, get enough coin. I'm like, oh, my God. She's still playing Plants vs. Zombies. Plants vs. Zombies is turning into Harvest Moon. Yeah, really. really she's, she, is, uh, she is hardcore addicted to, to Plants vs. Zombies. Because, to be entirely honest, I handed her an iPad. I handed her a $600 iPad, and the first thing she lo- she turns to me and goes... They have Plants vs. Zombies on this. And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I would Ratchet and Clank games, those types of games are the games that I introduce people, women, to, to be entirely honest, because they're, they're not hardcore, but they can be once you get into them, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean... It's kind of like it's kind of like Mario games or Zelda. It's like you can play those and you can understand them because the gaming community as a whole has an idea of them. And if you really want to be hardcore about them, you can, but you sure. don't have to. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear my other picks? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I went from Torchlight Two after picking all the uh, picking the brains of the developers, and so I, I went to the mass. Effect 3 booth Ooh. and it was closed off and I was like fuck you guys what? I'm not waiting in line yeah. for your dumb games again uh, I'll wait for it to get released they always do this Yes. and then okay. I was like well I want to see Old Republic it was cock blocked again what I looked yeah. at the game and I was like man that run animation sucks okay, it's, it's so not that it's the two games that I really 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 want to yeah. see they're, they're, how long am I going to be waiting no in no line? no so here's the thing you Couple can hours? see them if you fuck. want but yeah I no. So fuck it. two this hours. Is, okay. Yeah, probably two hours. We're moving on to another subject because you just brought up a subject that I want to talk about, which is yeah. Yeah. the sheer number <laughs> of games that exist behind closed doors at this PAX. Yep. Um, it, there were three at the last PAX that I can remember. Uh, One Duke, of Nukem, Duke forever, Nukem Forever, which was actually just a demo of the original Duke Nukem yeah. in, in the, the, the what? booth. No, I, that would have been the best Rick roll ever. <laughs> uh, it really would have been. Yeah, that would have been so awesome. awesome. I like my plan of walking through the exit when no one's paying attention. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to give a shout out to my to my buddy Derek that went and bought Duke Nukem Forever and bought then Duke Nukem 3D. I don't know why and he bought Duke Nukem Forever. The game is so it's, bad because it's Duke Nukem. It's and bad. some of us, said, no, 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 because some of us who are who are not 
wired into the pre- the gaming press, said, you know what, it's Duke Nukem. I'm going to give it a shot. Because you know what? Duke Nukem is like, it's like going to watch a Rutger Hauer movie. It's like going to watch fucking Conan. <laughs> you about Rutger Hauer movies? Like yes. Hobo with a shotgun. Bobo, Bobo with a shotgun. Oh, oh dude, yes. later. Sh- so, so, but, but I mean, you go in there with diminished expectations in the first fucking place. But then, okay, Duke Nukem Forever was a total disappointment. We just want to play Duke Nukem 3D. Yep. I, I'm Fuck just the boxes. This yes. year, however, I walked around this con hall and I only got through maybe half the con hall. There are so Infinite, many games. Uncharted Three. Um, I was pissed off about Uncharted Three too because they're. Their entire Sony booth is—it's got Ratchet and Clank, uh, Ratchet and Clank all for one. It's got Uncharted right. three. It's got Starhawk. It's got um, maybe two or three Resistance three and like two, two or three other games. The only one that's behind closed doors is the single player campaign of Uncharted three, and that pissed me off because I maybe I maybe don't want to wait like four hours like when we were standing in the booth playing ratchet and clank all for one the guy who was on the microphone announced the wait for uncharted 3 is four hours i would like to repeat that the wait for uncharted 3 is four hours i'm like four fucking hours and i can't even stand over someone's shoulder and watch them play the demo to see the game you've got it in a goddamn fucking little miniature quonset hut Fuck off. So, so uh, Old Republic was like that as well. Yeah. Uh, my housemate no, and friend. Old, Old Republic had screens you could see. It had screens you could see, yes. But it but was very controlled, those. right? Like, here's a question. Now, do they look any different from. Okay, and I, no. And I've, been, and I've been watching Old Republic with anticipation because I really wanted that. I really want that game to be good. I want it to be good so. Fucking badly. Uh, the alpha testers tore it apart. Okay. And yeah. so they had to redesign the UI. Okay. That's, that's so fair. it's kind of in this weird limbo desi- uh, developer hell right yeah. now. I can understand. Which is that. why I got pushed back to 2012. Yeah. Uh, the, the basic animations are terrible. Really? Yeah. I'm I, looking I, at I, the basic yeah. animations and they look so bad. Because <sighs> I, so I went directly from that and then I was like, where's Guild Wars 2? Oh, it's right over here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that game looks pretty. Wait. The animations are excellent. Old Republic okay. got pushed back to 2012? Yes. yes, absolutely. Yeah, it did. At the same time, Mass Effect 3 got pushed back to 2012, and it was not announced. Yeah, I'm totally yeah. fine with that. I, I'm, uh, I'm always fine with them pushing back a game to improve the design. I mean, but in the yeah. meantime, you know, I go past and I'm like, oh, Bioshock can fit it. Oh, it's, can't, can't look at that. Uh, so I've been cock-blocked from three games uh, and so I'm like, okay, well, Guild Wars 2 is doing this huge raid. They've got an 80-person raid going, and it's like this amazing battle. Yeah. It's so awesome, and like all of the animations are great. Uh, everything is super dynamic. Uh, I got to talk to every single developer and QA person. Uh, what? Never mind. I okay. was explaining why he was gone. I was writing the letter P in front of you. Oh. <laughs> Vagina. Uh, he's going to wear his tiara. Um, <laughs> so, so I got to talk to a bunch of the people that were developers, QA designers, all all of those people, and because they're just swarming the the Guild Wars booth, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't like since we're on the we're on the the money ticker right now. We're not really announcing 
that we're going to dig into other games, but there's a reason they have them behind closed doors is because they're not really ready to be seen. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we're all here and we're showing you this game because it's almost done. And like they're working on localization and they're like, well, we just want you to see the whole thing. Uncharted 3 has no excuse. They've released a demo of this fucking game. They had it open on the floor at E3. There is no excuse for that to be behind closed doors. There's a pathology of people who go to cons that just love to wait in line. I, yeah, I, no, there I, has I, to I be ag- something. I agree, because I remember two like years ago. Like, the line no, no, be going what, nowhere. I remember last year when they were demoing stuff at, at the Nintendo booth, and there was this ginormous fucking line for games that no one cared about. And yet there was a line. And you know why? Because they were giving away a goddamn t-shirt. Yep. You know, and it, it just like... Oh, maybe that was two years ago. No, that was two years ago when they were giving away the Metroid t-shirt, and they had a huge fucking line. Like, it it just... I I should get a closet somewhere, a storage closet, and then give out mop heads. (laughs) I'm sure there would be a line out, you know, to fucking Jupiter... Uh, yeah. Did you say mop heads or mop hits? Mop heads. <laughs> or mob hits. <laughs> oh, God, I'd wait in line for a mob hit. Are you kidding me? Like, like as a recipient of one? No, no, no. As, as, a, as, as the, the hirer of one. Just be like, you know, wait in line for six hours, get to the booth, and they're like, all right, who you want us to whack? I want to kill the NOS girl <laughs> with all the makeup on. <laughs> wait a minute. That's not narrowing it down. Which one? Mm, the one with lots of makeup. Clinique over there. <laughs> <laughs> there. There was too much makeup on those women. There there was a lot of makeup. There on was those too women. much makeup on some of those and girls. And none of them were cosplayers, which makes it, makes it a little more sad. Yeah. Um, and Nas tastes like nuts. It really does. It really does. It's really Pistachios, bad. almonds, macadamias. <laughs> and, uh, scrotum. Yes. Scrotum. Testes. I'm unaware of that type of nut. Yes, you are, flower girl. So, anyway. (laughs) Jesus. For the viewers who cannot see, uh, that's me tearing my nuts sack of its hairs like a flower girl. Like the guys who go to the bathrooms at PAX, apparently. (laughs) Call back. (laughs) Poof, poof. (laughs) Poof, poof. Uh, Yeah, I. How is that possible? God damn it. (laughs) Tweezers. Fingernails. Are cameras that patient? Scritch, 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 scritch. Oh, God. Like. Oh, like. my. <laughs> I have some of my pubes on my hands. <laughs> I must throw them on the floor. Oh, God. No, yeah. this is what happens. We're getting weird faces. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens. Like, I don't. Uh, you hit the word pubes? Is that what? Pubes. <laughs> hey, and well, you know, Matt shows up. Hey. <laughs> Speaking of pubes. Hey, what did I miss? And thus he is summoned. <laughs> Rise from your grave. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. So. <laughs> I, I was fortunate enough to get to watch Guild Wars 2 without having to wait four hours in line. Okay. Uh, four uh, hours? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what the waits were for most of these games. Like, uh, most, of the, most, luckily, most of the ones that were blacked out. And luckily, I have the exhibitor badge. So, right. I mean, uh, Mass Effect 3 is just a box that says Mass Effect 3 on it. It doesn't have, like, the cool Bioshock Infinite, like, uh, 
whatever terrarium it's going on there. There's a that cardboard you, box and someone uh, is cutting a door in like a six-year-old fort. And they put a TV inside and said, "What Mass Effect?" 3. No, that's really what the Mass Effect Three one is. It's just a box what? with a line in front of it. That's fucking. I mean, they're stupid. like, "We're we're the you know the cock of the walk. We can do whatever we want, and because we're you know Bioware and we have this game, we get you by the nuts because you really like it." And well, okay. They, uh, in to be fair, they do. They do have me, but sure. you know what? I'll have buy some respect game. for if the fact that you have me by the nuts. Seriously. I, I mean, if the game is $89, I'll fucking buy it. Whatever. Yes. Uh, but. <laughs> and <laughs> so, yeah, I get, Guild Wars 2 is totally awesome. I'm excited for it. Right. Uh, I got to look a little bit at Skyrim. Uh, you think? Ooh. Uh, that's another one. I, I have never been one for the styling of it. Sure. Uh, because it's just super hyper real and i don't feel like that that is sup- is very conducive to a game uh when you, when you say super hyper real what do you mean by that just the animation style okay. and the uh just just the art style of the game sure uh, you want to play games to like avoid life right generally sure. i mean that's why flight simulators are almost dead because <sighs> replicating every tedium of life is retarded which is also why farmville is great because nobody actually wants to make a fucking farm uh right. they just want the good part otherwise right. you you know i say that as a joke to a lot of people you're like yeah my squash is ready i gotta go harvest it yeah but they just like, want to drop come on buddy let's go out and drink and, yeah. and pull crop and, and then sell it yeah, yeah not all the hard work right they just want to click a button to tow their eggplant you know i, I mean and, and it's too i gotta say it's too bad that although granted, Flight Sim is coming back because that that group is reconstituting itself because there's a the lot of people. Is it the same people that operate ham radios? It's the you know high <laughs> <laughs> five and it is. It's the same pathology. It is the same pathology. As somebody who worked for the group and it is of the same pathology. Uh oh, fuck you for nailing me. <laughs> No, it's it, but it's true. Okay, I mean, good buddy. But there's a but there's a good. I mean, yeah, there's a good part. There's a, there's something to be said for the fact that it is an excellent training aid. Outside of that, oh, as a true. video game, uh, it's horseshit. It's, it's niche. It, to, yeah, it's it, no, it's a training aid. Yeah. I enjoy it because I'm incredibly math nerdy like that when it comes to certain subjects. Why don't they do that for Have like fast about a game food? Called this guy three. Have I told you about a game called Gran Turismo? Like no, it's I stopped, Sim. that game is pornography. I stopped playing to Gran, some degree. I yeah. stopped playing Gran Turismo three because it took away from my per time pursuing women. I will never play Disgaea three because I like women. <laughs> Whiner. <laughs> I like putting. Ah, you quitter. <laughs> like. What was it? What was your quote? <laughs> random drops or take random away time. Take, <laughs> take, random. Remember, kids. Random drops take time away from that which you could be spending having sex. There's and this pursuit of random drops. If I kill eighty more of these, that purple will drop. Yes, but there's pink over but there. You could be pursuing, and yet and the purple yet. will drop. But <laughs> but your pink ain't being dealt with. <laughs> wow. And yet you are going to play Diablo three like your life depends. on No, it. I'm going to play Torchlight two like my life depends on it. I'm going to get a bunch of my friends to play Torchlight two. I'm going to try Diablo three. I'm going to play the crap out of Skyrim and Gears of War three. <laughs> And Mass Effect oh, 3 when it comes Skyrim. Out. Ugh. I know. Yeah, I was just Ugh. talking about the uh, styling of it that I didn't really 
like I just I can't, watch. I, I can't. I cannot do Bethesda games, and I'm not. I'm <laughs> not gonna. I'm not gonna rag on Bethesda as a company because they have a they have yeah. a thing that they do, and there a lot of people really like it. It's sure. just not my thing. I cannot get in there. I've tried playing Fallout Three. I've tried playing. Um, I've tried playing. What was uh, Morrowind? Was the first one? Some of the buggiest games ever. That's actually the third one. Oh God, Morrowind! And what was the most recent one? Uh, There was uh, Morrowind, and then there was uh, after that there was um, Oblivion. Oblivion. I tried playing Oblivion, and I couldn't do it. I just I can't. I can't. So good when Patrick Stewart is like narrating. Oh yes. Oh, oh God! Yes. Like there are parts of it that I Sean go, Bean. but I can't. I just can't do them. I, I I can't put that much time into a game. I cannot fucking do. But it's anyway. It's, I mean, granted, okay, yes. There's Patrick Stewart and Sean Beam, which is just like, Lord, it's Lord Eddard Boromir. <laughs> but you know, at the same point in time, I got to Sir tell you, Patrick Stewart. Right. Well, okay, but I got to tell you, I've I've loved the uh, 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 the Elder Scrolls games. I've never beaten one. Really, never beaten one. I know a lot of. I know a lot of people like that. I know a fuckload of people. I've gone. I've gone through the main single trophy. Well, I was so disappointed with the end of that game that I was because there is there is no way with the size of that game. There's no way you could go through it to the end, and for them to come up with an ending that's good enough for you to go. You know what? That 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 finished me off nicely. Thieves Guild. The Thieves Guild quest, if that was the last thing that you did. That, that okay, that would have been awesome. Yes. Spoilers. Spoilers. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. This game's right, game been out forever. All, all right. So so I think I think we're going to wrap up uh, tonight's show. Uh, we've got we got two more shows coming for yeah. for for the PAX podcasts. We've uh, we've rambled on long enough about primarily Torchlight, actually. There's a yeah. lot of Torchlight in this show. There's a lot of Torchlight. So, and indie game. The indie <laughs> games thing is... is, is I, I want to go back to the indie games thing again tomorrow because yeah. that looked really cool. I, I'm probably going to go back up there and try and get, get to play Snapshot a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, Snapshot and, what's your and plan for tomorrow, Andy? I, I probably will get a late start because I'm going to see the Proto-Men tonight, finally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I might be a little bit hungover. <laughs> Yes. Oh wow! We should just make a band. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Microtron? You got plans for tomorrow? You got uh, specific things you want to do? Crumpet shop. What? Oh, where is that? It's right over here. What, where? Sec- Let me. What time are you going? First when are you, going? When are you going? Uh, Early. I don't know. Because we're know. we're going to be down here at like yeah, seven a.m. or some phone, shit. Yeah, so yeah. let me know because I will go with you. Yeah. I will go with you too. Uh, and. Yeah, I'm gonna play some games. I think I, because I have the the wonderful pink badge, I can actually um, uh, I can actually uh, ah fuck it. I'm just gonna pay. We're paying for our bill right now, so whatever. I, I mean, my plan is probably like I didn't get to wander a whole hell of a lot of the main convention hall this the, today, so. Um, I think I'm going to spend most of my time doing that. I'm not going to buy War Machine and stuff. <laughs> you're going to do everything in your power to avoid yep. buying War Machine mm. stuff. Um, so it's my intention to just wander tomorrow because that's what I, that's all I ever do. I, I wander the hall and I um, you know I look around and see if there's something that I want to play. I will play it. If I if there's not, I, I know that one of the things that I'm planning on doing is literally. And I have to do this: is go floor by floor in this fucking place and find out what's new. There's a lot like, of stuff that's tucked behind. Yeah, tucked in weird alleyways and like a tunnel that goes back into a corner, and there's some shit going on there. But yeah, I'm basically going to. Um, back. I'm, I'm basically going to 
go, you know, I'm going to start on the tabletop floor and I'm going to see what's going on there and then I'm going to move my way up and then I'm going to hit the exhibit hall and just kind of wander and stuff. So I think I think I'm going to try and get into the uh, the magic online party. Yeah, that's tonight. Uh, no, it's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. you're going to do, do yeah, the crazy puzzle shit that yeah. they've got going yeah, it's on. It's worth it. Always 100 percent worth it. I might I might do that. We'll see. Off the fucking chain. So I, got, I got four things. Okay. That I'm that I'm looking at. Or four questions I've got as far as as what I'm going to be looking for. Um, as far as what I'm looking for in the con, I'm okay. just going to go explore. But mm-hmm. um, number one, I want to find out what the pitfalls of packs are. What are the traps? What are the things that jump out at Hawks. me with like the little act bar? Yeah. yeah, like just a little act bar that pops up on my shoulder. Sanitizer. Hand right. sanitizer. I already have it. Sanitize. Number two, great moments and swag. Not a lot. A lot of t-shirts. There's a lot of like t-shirts. If you're, if you're looking so for t-shirts, that's you're going to be your thing. There's a lot yeah. of t-shirts, a lot of posters. But to to me, I'm I've I'm done with pack swag. So, but I'm new. I'm anti swag. You're yeah. anti swag. I've always I'm been not much of a swag fan. I'm not a swag fan, but sometimes you gotta you gotta cleave through a lot of of chaff before you get to the wheat. So you sometimes it's just like normally it's inflatable shit. It's pins. It's t-shirts. It's foam. Yeah. 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 But you know, sometimes there's also that thing that you're only spending five to ten bucks on that is actually really, really like your little doohickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or my ten chickens. <laughs> yeah, or your ten chickens, dude. Which I'm actually kind of jealous of. The other thing is the the, the Pax Plague. It, oh, it's d- coming. Yeah, the, yeah, I'm, the Pax I'm sure Pox. it's. I've already, I've already. With, and now, and here's a little. Okay, here's a little sanitized blatant nerd moment. So there's a reason I'm doing getting coughed on. There's that. Uh, there's a reason I'm doing P90X that that god awful fucking workout routine uh, as of late recently, because a friend of mine uh, has actually talked me into doing uh, Ezio Auditore next year. What? So I have no idea what that Assassin's is. Creed. Dude. Assassin's Creed. Okay. Right. So there's a part of me that's kind of be looking around at the cosplayers for the the various Fat games. Assassin. <laughs> not playing and well, there's a re- it's it's P90X, dude. There's a reason I don't want to be fast assassin. Hoodie all hoodie all tear. Yeah, <laughs> there's a reason I don't want to be that. Thank you. Um, and that's kind of looking at the at, at the at the great moments in 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 cosplay around here and see just how good a quality they put into it. Because I've been to a couple of cons and so far I've not been impressed. If it's not. Uh if it's not the what, what the fuck are the Star Wars guys called? It's, oh I can't remember. Uh, uh, 501st. The 501st. If yeah. it's not the 501st, it's probably trash. Probably. So, and number oh, four. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. I'm going to go look at boobies. It's an elaborate ruse. I like looking at boobies. There you go. It's good stuff. Oh, tomorrow's going to be rough. And number four. That was it. That was, that four. was it. You're done? Yeah, that's, okay. I'm done. Done. All right. So we, like I said, we are going to be recording from every day of the show. So we're going to do a show tomorrow. We actually have guests for our next two shows. Yeah. Uh, our Saturday show, which is the biggest day of the con and probably going to be our biggest show. We are recording. We uh, we have Greg Miller from IGN. If anybody listens to the IGN podcasts, he is he is famous or infamous, depending on how you think of it, on uh, GameScoop and the Beyond podcast. He is an executive editor at IGN going to be awesome he's going to come join us for an hour or two on the show tomorrow on sunday we've got jeff callis of pax who if you are listening to the show at all you probably remember he him his from, wife in a closet you probably remember <laughs> him from last year's pax shows um does anybody else have anything they want to like touch on real quick before we wrap up 
I like video games. <laughs> video games. Video cool. games. Video games. Dark hole. So, uh, you can... Out of and go drink. You can... We do not have a specific geekerific.com Twitter feed, but you can follow each of us on Twitter. Co- Matthew is coin underscore metropole. Uh, Andy is at mathtastrophe. Micatron is at Mr. Atron. I am at Geek Elite. Uh, our individual show feeds are at After the Fact Pod and at Trade Secrets Pod. Um, you can look at us look us up on our website at www.geekerific.com. Uh, this is the first of the shows that will be on uh, I, on iTunes as their own thing. Yeah. We have a Geekerific feed now that will incorporate all of the shows from both Trade Secrets and After the Fact in a single feed, so you can subscribe and get everything we do. Madness, including these. Uh, these shows, these packs shows, will be included in both the After the Fact and uh, Trade Secrets feed. So if you subscribe to either of those, you will be able to get these shows. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, if you have any questions you want to ask us for packs or for any of the individual shows in the future, you can email us at either. You can email us at geekerific at geekerific dot com. Uh, and the website is, as I said again, www.geekerific.com. And I'll spell it since I've said it 15 times. It's G-E-E-K-E-R-I-F-I-C. Uh, thank you, Andy. Pax, I am in you. <laughs> thank you, Micatron. You're welcome. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. This has been day one of the Geekerific.com PAX casts. Join us tomorrow for Greg Miller of IGN. Join us on Sunday for... Jeff Callis of the Penny Arcade Company. <laughs> <laughs> and we're out. Woo-hoo!